2: no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: Sports car Nation. The hobby is the people. Weekly news and interviews. It's your number one source. Sports car Nation. The hobby is the people. Sports car Nation. Welcome to another stocked and loaded episode of the Sports Card Nation podcast, the show that brings you all the important hobby news, discussions, debates, opinions, info, and interviews with key hobby and sports dignitaries. Also, if you're good, you know we are going to give away something. Now, here's the guy that wanted the cards more than the gum.
1: john newman this is sports Car nation episode 96 sports Car nation what is up everybody glad to be back friday coming off the show that my father appeared on got a lot of feedback on that show and very much appreciated uh, i ask for i ask for it every episode uh and, and feel free we we want to know what you like don't like uh all that stuff that's how we get better but uh a lot of feedback uh, from my dad's appearance and, and all positive, thankfully. And, uh, you know, I, I thought it, you know, I'm biased. Obviously, it's my dad, but uh, I, I just thought it was, it was great to go back to a time where not a lot of us were, frankly, around uh, and to kind of get some of that, if you will, behind the scenes, on the scenes, sort of commentary from those days, which are so much different. Uh, than than current times. and uh, I know my dad was really uh, you know happy to do it and I know he was a little nervous at first and then just kind of relaxed and uh, you know, like I said uh, at the closing of that show, you know, he couldn't couldn't thank me enough. He might he might have to start his own podcast uh, soon, but uh, you know, all joking aside uh, this past uh, Saturday, uh, I went to my sister's, or Sunday, I should say. Sundays, I I go to my sister's house, uh, not every Sunday, almost every Sunday. Have like a lunch or dinner. My dad's usually over there, and we kind of get together. And uh, they hadn't heard the, the episode uh, itself, and so uh, we played it and uh, listened to it and, uh, you know, enjoyed it. And uh, like I said on the show, I think year, you know, for forever now, uh, that's going to be an episode we can sort of refer back to and, and look upon uh, fondly and uh, you know a lot of people said you know I got a few people said they listen to it more than once which is saying something you know usually you listen to a podcast one time and you're sort of good but a uh, few people told me they uh, listen to it more than once other people said that they'd like to see more of that uh, you know uh, and that's something to think about I, you know my dad really told a lot of the the, the story, so maybe even having someone uh, else from that generation uh, to kind of share their their knowledge and experiences that that's something I, I could probably look into uh, as well. but uh, you know, uh, my dad asked me if I heard you know from anybody and I, I told him all those good things it made him feel good and uh, you know it's always good to make other people feel good uh, whatever way. That is, if it's through content, if it's through giving someone something, helping someone out, uh, that's that's a good thing. So, uh, today on the show, a great guest, a very well-known well person, Mr. Brandon Steiner from Steiner Marketing. Uh, he, you know, he, he sold that company, Fanatics, and he started uh, Collectible Exchange. He's also on the Yes Network uh, on, and in many forms and fashion. He's doing... Uh, a new show there, and, uh, uh, is, you know, doing a, a lot of great things, does a lot of work with athletes and sports, and uh, even our hometown uh, university here at Syracuse, he's an alum of the school, and anytime, you know, uh, we have a new dome, uh, Not the, the whole building's not new, but they redid the dome with uh, better stuff, it's not... Uh, held up by air conditioning. It's more of its own uh, structure. So they to- took the old dome down, and he is the distributor. You, you know, P- F- SU fans can buy pieces of the dome. He's going to give you, the listener, a chance to win some uh, or or one of those. So uh, during the interview, he is going to tell you how to get a piece of the dome. So listen uh, during the interview, uh, Brandon Steiner is going to tell you what you need to do to potentially get a piece of the carrier dome right from where I'm at here in Syracuse, New York. Pretty cool that uh, we're giving away uh, part of the dome on this show. It's a place I've been to in many times I'm a season ticket holder for football, although that's not uh, no fans this year. But uh uh, it really means a lot that he did that. And I got to be honest with you, uh, folks, that I had no idea he was doing that. So when when you hear that moment in the interview, that sh- I'm finding out for the first time like you are. And I think uh, that goes to show you what kind of guy he is. Smart guy, business businessman, author. He's, he's written three books and uh, uh, very well known. And, uh, you know, like he said, started from humble beginnings, from Brooklyn, New York, another Brooklyn guy. I love my Brooklyn guys and, uh, you know, uh, made some time for us and uh, I'm very appreciative of that. So uh, with that being said, let's get this thing underway. Time for this week's Product releases. All right, sports release wise, nothing. Uh, you know, today is the second, if you're listening to the day of release of the show, nothing till the 6th uh, of October when 2020 Leaf Autograph, their full size football helmet edition, uh, gets released. On the 7th, 2020 Onyx Vintage Extended Series Baseball, also on the 7th. 2020 tops triple treads baseball. I'm a for whatever reason I've always liked uh, triple treads. It's been very uh, good to me when I've opened it, so I have to look into maybe getting some of that product. Even though I don't open as much as I used to. Uh, 10-7 uh, also 2020 panini absolute football. I believe that is a pushback date, and so it's been rescheduled for the seventh. Uh, a lot of stuff on the seventh, so uh, rather than keep saying the seventh. Uh, All these continue to be on October 7th. 2020, Topps Heritage Minor League Baseball. 2019-20, Upper Deck Premier Hockey. 2021, Topps NHL Sticker Collection. 2020, Panini WNBA Prism Basketball. On the 9th decision, 2020, Trading Cards. I believe that is a uh, political uh, set. Uh, also on the 9th, 2020 Panini National Treasures Collegiate Football. Also on the 9th, 2020 Panini Spectra Football. That's a product I really, really uh, enjoy. Uh, also on the 9th, 2020 Panini Prism Racing. Also on the 9th, 2019-20 Tops Museum Collection UEFA Champions League Soccer. And that will conclude the week. Uh, of new product releases, some, some nice stuff in there as well. And so you'll have some options uh, of what to crack or buy or flip or resell or whatever you do with wax. You got some, some weapons in the arsenal this week.
0: Sports Card Nation podcast is your weekly hobby and sports podcast. Now on tons of platforms including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, and many more. Listened to in 44 different countries globally, Sports Card Nation is one of the most interactive podcasts around, providing great content, giveaways, and some of the hobby's best interview guests without time constraints. Thousands Can't Be Wrong We want to thank all the wonderful listeners around the world, our awesome guests on the show, and our tremendous sponsors making us what we are today. Remember, without you, there's no us.
1: One of One Card Shop offers a tremendous breaking experience, great customer service, and they're constantly pulling fire. Steve and his family take care of you like one of their own and treat you right. Anyone can break, but no one treats you like one of one. Come check them out on Instagram at one underscore of underscore one underscore card underscore shop. For all the hot breaks, get a gold mailer headed your way. It's time for What's Cracking. Another week, another Topps online exclusive product. This time, it's Topps Chrome Sapphire Baseball. Montgomery 582 members were allowed to purchase two boxes. I'm one of those, but, sorry to say, uh, kind of crazy day at at work, and I didn't get on in time. So I did not get the two boxes. I then, they had a... uh, you know the lottery to see if you can purchase uh, more or get some, and so I entered that uh, lottery. We'll say and uh, didn't get an email, so I didn't get any tops, chrome sapphire. Uh, I, I guess it's easy for me to to say since I didn't get it, but wasn't really crushed. You know, two ninety nine a piece uh, would have been six hundred bucks. I would have did it. I'm not. I'm not. You know, being sour grapes, but you know obviously i'm not you know if any if you know my mo those would have been uh for resale uh but uh it is what it is i can't complain i've been uh, very fortunate this year uh i got a ben baller box another one coming uh tomorrow for the ben baller chrome so i'll have two of those uh here and uh, i be selling both of those but preferably to uh one person so uh, you know, I, again, I can't complain. You know, you when you try for those things, it's sometimes hit or miss, and I probably batting close to, you know, eighty percent on on getting those products, and in a few cases, I was able to get more with the with the raffle, like the uh, uh, archive snapshots. I was able to get three on the Montgomery Club, and then three on the uh, open uh, to the public sale. So, uh, you know. Very fortunate, won't complain. Uh, Would have been nice, but uh, I was just a little slow on the draw. So uh, it's uh, not mad at Tops or anything like that. That was that was on me, just dropping the ball, not not logging on in time. Coffee's for closers only. Well, Tops has shown this year they'll make cards of anything from women's softball to cornhole uh, tournament teams, and now we have political debate cards between Trump and Biden. Tops Now uh, has made those cards. Uh, if you've seen the debate, uh, if you want to call it that, it was just a bunch of sort of name-calling and yelling and talking over each other. Uh, you know, it was appointment TV to me. I'm sort of semi-into politics and uh, was definitely uh, curious to see how this was going to uh, play out. it you know, people may not have liked it, but did not disappoint. uh, If you like fireworks and semantics and tops, uh, you know, uh, they've shown to get into the political arena before a little bit with the uh, Fauci first pitch card. Now they're really diving in with the political debate cards. And so it'll be interesting to see the sales numbers uh, of these uh, when they're they're finalized. Uh, I myself Will not be purchasing any of those cards, although I probably should. With all the uh, rewards points I have from Tops, I need to spend them on something. So maybe I will take a look. But uh, uh, if I if I get any, it's, it's because I have points, not because I'm I'm spending my money uh, on these particular cards. And uh, you know, this is the year. I mean, if you're going to produce cards of anything, uh, this is the year because just people are. Uh, consuming it up and, and, and eating it up. PSA, you know, we talked about maybe a month ago that, uh, they wanted to, you know, uh, Alter Fox wanted to shake up the board. And, um, while I don't think the board got shook up to the level, Alter Fox wanted to, um, they did get two new, uh, members, uh, Laureen, uh, Bardeen and Jennifer Lemure, uh, our new board members, uh, uh, Of the 10, and so there's been some overturning. And with that, Alta Fox has also settled with PSA for uh, the remaining shares there. And so things seem to be settling down. There's some new people in positions at PSA. Uh, As we all know, the big three are still uh, backlogged as far as submission goes. So uh, we'll see if there's any improvements. Uh, on that and on, on any of them. And, but, uh, so it uh, appears PSA is trying to uh, get some more stability, make some changes, new direction, new vision. And uh, both of the women that they hired uh, come from the tech uh, technology uh, sector. And so we'll see if that has any factor into future technologies uh, at PSA. Okay, full disclosure. This has been added in uh, a day after I recorded that news about PSA, some late-breaking PSA news, as, as you may have heard. Uh, again, another price increase on most uh, levels of service uh, for grading. Uh, for the sake of time, I'm not going to go into them all, but just know that almost across the board, there's been some sort of price Uh, increase. And so it's going to cost you more to get your cards graded.
0: As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky.
2: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Boy, were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh,
1: at PSA, uh, I, again, I think this stems from them trying to slow the tide down of cards that, you know, some people uh, view as as not really... Uh, gradable or shouldn't be gradable, you know, real, recent, modern, and that sort of thing. Uh, my argument to that is if someone wants to pay for it, uh, they should be able to grade anything they want. Now, I guess the answer uh, by grading companies is to raise those modern-day prices to maybe uh, stem the tide. So another price increase from PSA, uh, and I just wanted to make sure to get it uh, in on this program. Uh, since we did uh, talk about them, well, if you heard Hobby Quick Hits, our shorter uh, form show, episode 31, uh, pertain to the football card market, something I'm very active in and and fairly knowledgeable about. I figured I'd, I'd take a little bit of time, even on the big show here, to you know kind of talk about football season uh, is in full swing. It looks like early on. Uh, that uh, the season probably is going to be completed in some form or fashion. We just saw the NHL crown their champion. Congratulations to the Tampa Bay Lightning. We have the Heat and Lakers in the uh, finals with the Lakers up there. And football is entering week four. My Steelers game has been postponed from Sunday, being rumored to be moved to uh, Monday or Tuesday with uh, some COVID uh, issues uh, illnesses on the Tennessee Titans side. So we'll, we'll have to see how this all plays out. But it uh, looks fairly likely that the NFL season is going to be completed. And so, with that being said, we're, uh, you know, uh, football something I've done football cards for a while now. I know a lot of people uh, are fond of football cards. They feel like it's uh, the most inherent risk. Uh, and, you know, frankly, that's true i mean you know the injuries you're going to get uh in in the sport of football can be career altering uh you know career ending and uh you know to invest or or spend a lot of money on certain guys is scary for some knowing that one play can can change that whole uh, equation so on the show i I definitely suggest the Love to have you listen to it but so I'll just give you the cliff notes you know I talked about how position you know quarterbacks even rookies that come in are usually uh, very high price before they even throw a pass if you're a football fan you know a running back shelf life is 3 to 5 years uh, even if you're very good running backs have a a shorter career span and then teams replace them with the next guy Uh, coming in. It's one of the reasons I don't go crazy over running backs. Uh, I made an exception for Saquon Barkley, and that's also another tip I said on that show is, you know, when an elite talent comes along and you can acquire some of those uh, transcendent type talent, you you, you really should try to do it at the best price possible. Saquon's one of those guys to me, although the injury bug is starting to bite him uh, a few times and, uh, you know, a little worried there, but, uh, you know, when we talk about what position is the best to, to purchase, like what's the, let's say the long, uh, lowest risk and the more, uh, you know, hit factor, if you will, boom or bust, what's the more boom, it's going to be the wide receiver positions for a few reasons. Number one, a solid and very good wide receiver is going to play 10 to 15 years in the NFL, That's a pretty good career and and pretty good lifespan on career. Unlike other positions, you know, you typically only have one starting running back unless they employ a fullback, and fullbacks don't get hobby love. So you're going to have one running back on the field, one uh, quarterback on the field. But what position has multiples? That's wide receiver. You've got three, four, five receiver sets. So when you, you know, when you... Build up an inventory of a of a hot rookie receiver or young receiver, you know you got he's gonna he's got a chance if he's not already cracked that lineup. They're a lot closer than another position where only one person can be on the field. So, uh, you know, wide receivers traditionally, uh, you know, obviously value wise don't measure up to quarterbacks, but believe it or not, I see that trend starting to uh, close. Uh, as as people catch on I think you know jerry rice the you know the greatest potential football player of all time receiver definitely you know uh, up until recently his rookie can be had for a ten or twenty dollar bill uh, that's changed now and then when we get into the degrading aspect of that card um, high quality copies are, are going to cost uh, a lot of thousands of dollars. So with those going up, I think some of the other cards that uh, are current are, are maybe higher than, than people think. And and football is getting the same bounce and buzz that basketball and baseball did with the pandemic going on and, and people are no, unable to go uh, to games. And don't, don't forget while we're talking about football, uh, you know, basketball is going to be wrapping up its season here with the, with the finals, which is only probably going to be a few more games. And then baseball will be uh, wrapping up, believe it or not, or on the backside of their season. And and pretty soon, and hockey's now done with with the Lightning winning the Stanley Cup, pretty soon football is going to be the only sport uh, of the four major uh, going on. And they're going to have the center uh, stage and the focus of of many sports fans uh, by themselves. And uh, I think those cards are going to see an uptick as as we've seen all year here in, in 2020. And I think receivers are probably the best and safest buy. Uh, another tip I said on hobby quick hits is, you know, a lot of times when a guy goes down with injury, take for granted, uh, take, for example, uh, Saquon, you know, a lot of people, it's a second major injury. Uh, a lot of people are starting to get cold feet, scared that he's not gonna live up uh, to the billing and the hype. Uh, I don't feel that way. I, I think his biggest problem is is the Giants' offensive line is is brutal. and uh, I'm not saying he's getting hurt because of them, but they're definitely not uh, helping his cause. The guys are in the backfield getting to him but just as the ball's getting there in the bread box. And so uh, I think a change of scenery would do him good. Um, but, you know, I believe the, he's going to come back from these injuries. So when guys get hurt like that, if you still believe in them, uh, that they're going to be a viable superstar, viable, productive, potential Hall of Fame player, it's a great time to buy as others kind of get off that trailer, that wagon. And so, uh, you know, you kind of switch places with them or add to your arsenal. It's something I've, I've done uh, for many years over. You know, and the other side of the coin obviously is if it's an injury to a player where you don't think they're going to recover or it's going to change their game and how they play it, then maybe that's the time uh, to sell or definitely a time to really kind of hit pause on the buying. So, uh, you know, there's there's timing, as we all know, uh, in this hobby. Football really uh, reiterates that. The other thing with football, you know, uh, Guys can develop in years, you know, three and four, uh, where in other sports, if it hasn't happened by then, it's generally not going to happen. But in football, uh, guys can can, you know, not gain a starting spot uh, as a draftee and then watch a lot of football, and then slowly uh, matriculate themselves into the lineup, and then becoming uh, players, and you see that uh, a lot, and so. Patience is also a tip that I would preach when it comes to the, the football card market. Uh, don't be too quick to, to jump ship, uh, and don't be too quick to you know, go overboard and, and just spend a lot of money uh, on one guy. So, uh, you know, give it a plug. If you, if you haven't heard episode 31 of Hobby Quick Hits, we talk about the football card market And some strategies to to employ. I gave you the the Cliff Notes version here. I go more into detail uh, on that show. So check it out.
2: You want answers?
1: Hey folks, tired of going to the retail store and finding the wax shelves cleaned out bare? I've got the answer for you. And that answer is Hotbox Cards. They offer a monthly subscription service at a great price level what's better than getting a box of sports cards on your doorstop every month not a whole lot and these boxes don't cost a whole lot let me tell you what's in each and every hot box three relic or auto cards three unopened hobby packs 50 bonus cards featuring stars rookies, semi-stars inserts and parallels and one in every five boxes has a red hot envelope with a surprise card They also honor expired redemptions with a comparable item. So there's no worry about getting that old redemption card with nothing to show for it. Check them out at www.hotboxcards.net. October is legendary month. Baseball boxes will have a Laughlin World Series card. And football boxes will contain a legendary star. And put in promo code SCNATION. SC Nation all in cap and your box will contain an extra hit. All right, real excited to have my next guest on the one-of-one Sports Card Nation guest line. Like myself, he hails from Brooklyn, New York, and he also, I'm in Syracuse now, and he is a Syracuse uh, University alum. He's a media mogul, businessman, author, you name it. He's probably done it, uh, and I'm thankful that he's given the show some time. Uh, welcome, Mr. Brandon Steiner. Thanks
2: for having me. I love your backdrop. I know you're a huge collector, obviously. So um, I love having these conversations. You know, collecting is what I've learned over the last 12 months. And I, you know, listen, my past company, you know, I'm not Steiner anymore. Uh, I started Collectible Exchange. What I've learned yeah. is just incredible collectors out there that are doing incredible stuff, which we'll talk about, which leads me to my next uh, venture. But I love what's going on out there with entrepreneurs and my collectability. And one other thing we got to talk about is the dome
0: because you got
2: that Syracuse hat, you know, I bleed orange. So if you're a Syracuse fan, we're definitely going to give away somewhere during the show, we should give away a couple pieces of the dome, which would be cool. I know you probably got some Syracuse fans and, um, you know, it just collecting is just, you know, it's in my blood. And, uh, I've always enjoyed the the collecting and saving part. And I think what I've realized in these, in these times with the virus and everything that we've all, over-collected a little bit. <laughs> yeah. We all probably collected more than we realized we'd collected. So yeah. uh, it's been and, fun.
1: And that's that's the crazy thing, uh, Brandon, is is with the pandemic, like the, the sports memorabilia market really boomed rather than a slow down. I, I'll be honest with you. Uh, it surprised me to to the extent that that happened. I think uh, I've said on this show, <clears throat> I think some of that is uh, more people at home to to – you know look at things and purchase things. we had the stimulus package those that were unfortunately unemployed got the you know a $600 a week bonus and uh, so initially there was a, a you know market wise I think there's more money more downtime it was sort of like the perfect storm for some you know extracurricular spending that, that people can do and you know when something bad's happening in the world, we generally, as humans, kind of revert to something that makes us uh, internally happy. And sports, uh, as you already know, are if you're a sports fan, that's that's something we can all, uh, you know, uh, gravitate towards. And that the other thing is, we didn't have real sports going on, so the next best thing is those uh, memorabilia, those pieces from uh, the sports or athletes. Uh, you know, we knew it, we know it was going to come back. It was just we weren't sure when. And so we, you know, I think people gravitate towards the memorabilia and and that sort of thing. You know, what your thoughts on kind of what I just said there? I think that we all went home
2: and realized we had a lot more stuff than we realized we had. Entrepreneurialism, kind of, you know, know, this stuff, collectibles are great online. So, you know, like my wife's like, what do we do with all that stuff? So I think a lot of people are realizing and they kind of cleaned up their collections. They're being home a lot and maybe they wanted some things because they wanted to redecorate their man caves because they're working out of them. Yeah. You know, my, my new site, Collectible Exchange, you know, I'm not at Steiner anymore, is really a better form of eBay, more verification, authentication, so people can buy and trade safely with each other. And that's exactly what I found this summer is people just wanted to trade. You know, They realized they had too many of one thing, not enough of another thing. And you know how collectors are. We over-collect. You know, we have a lot of AD, you know, a lot of OCD, ADHD issues. We tend to get very hyped up about something. As I look at my 600 Jack rookie cards, probably was a little bit of an overkill in the 90s for me to go collect that many cards. You know what I mean? But so you start selling off some of them and also it keeps you busy. Because if you remember back in the spring and even the summer, it was just not a lot to do. I mean, still you're kind of limited. So you're home and you, you're looking at your 600 jack cards. You're like, "What the hell? Let me put some of these up." Let's yeah. Some of these. And then all of a sudden, you realize you have a LeBron rookie that you totally forgot about because that was 15 years ago. Yeah. And then you start finding stuff. I mean, that's that's the stories I've been getting, and that's my story. For me, I mean, as as much for collectors I've been and all the stuff I've done with collecting, like I forgot a whole bunch of the stuff that I got, you know, 20 years ago and 30 years ago, and. Um yeah, you know, I don't think collecting though, by the way, is kind of a career choice anyway. It's kind of a life choice. Like, you know, you you're kind of a collector or saver, you're not. Yeah. There's some people that like them. as soon as they get it, they want to throw it out. Yeah. There's some people no matter what it is, even if they want it or need it, they're saving it. Like Bob Knight when I went to go do his collection, which was amazing, like I I go to his house in Lubbock, Texas and you know, he's like, I'm not a collector. I'm like Bob, you have three hundred pairs of sneakers you have 80 red sweaters you have issues And you should be proud of that. But, um, you know, it's just funny. Like, he's like, I'm not a collector. I don't collect this stuff. I'm like, oh, you have over 400 books <laughs> by different presidents and celebrities. I'm like, yes, you're a saver. You save it all. And especially in this, uh, you know, the over 50 crowd, the, the last of the baby boomers. You know, we grew up in households where our parents were extremely nimble. So we tend to save and oversave. So I'm seeing a lot of those collections with my new company coming in. Matter of fact, every day, I'm seeing people come coming to me with three, four hundred, five hundred 500-piece collections, on a regular basis that uh, they don't know what to do with. So we're helping
1: sort that out as well. Yeah, and and like you said, you you moved from Steiner uh, to Collectible Exchange. You mentioned you, you know, uh, it's like eBay but uh, better. Don't get me going on eBay with fees that we could we'd use up uh, all our time on that. That's not what we're Well, we're here to do. But you've worked with uh, so many organizations, players, you know, Cowboys, Yankees, our hometown uh, here at Syracuse uh, University. You you know, you do a lot of stuff, even even speaking engagements uh, there. And, uh, you know, you're you're the host of uh, Memories of the Game on yes. You know, it's a new
2: show now. It's called Stadium Authentics. Okay. Actually, it debuts this weekend. it airs tonight on uh, Saturday, uh, nine o'clock Sunday at 7:30. If you go to yes, you can look it up. it's on Yes Network. So that's a new show I did. It's not I mean I love memories of the game it's, that was like the hookup but we went and we surprised people and did all kinds of fun stuff in hospital stations, yeah. kids that maybe were sick. We're gonna continue doing that. I've been just doing that more offline. Uh, by the way, on the Syracuse thing, if you this is a piece of the dome. We took the roof and we cut it up and made all, all kinds of products. I think we're over, over 50 different products. Yeah. So if you go to collectible exchange. You can get this. And then if you go to my LinkedIn, the first person that message me on the LinkedIn will win this piece. This is a plaque uh, with a block S with a piece of the dome. Just go to my LinkedIn, follow me and message me, and I'll send this to you. And also make sure you put your address on there. Uh, this is amazing, but it's some really cool products. And by the way, on my website, uh, CX stuff or collectible exchange, I'm giving away any one of my three books for free as well. Any of the listeners just, uh, look on the site and you can buy any one of the three books for free. And, um, uh, I figured during times like this, I mean, it's got to keep people inspired, motivated. The three books are great for salespeople, entrepreneurs. I love the Syracuse project because it's, well, it's Syracuse. Yeah. And I love it just because they bring me all my entrepreneurs, Because they gave me this vinyl worn down roof and I cut it up and I figured out how to print photos on the roof. So, you know, we do UFC collectibles. If You go to the site, we have all the UFC collectibles and we figured out how to print famous uh, matches and fights on the vinyl part that's on the floor. Yeah, we get those and we cut that up. And we sell it. So, I'm loving that. I'm into like UFC fighting now, the collectibles. That, that league is a, it's just amazing, the, the following and the fanfare. And I'm getting into Indy 500. You know, I, I don't know if you're a hockey fan, but I just launched MarkMessier.com and com. So, yeah. you
1: can buy the def- from them. I'm definitely going to check the, the Messier uh, out because uh, that's my guy. I'm a huge New York Rangers fan. And so, yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, it probably – you know, if it wasn't for uh, for Mess, you know, that uh, – 1994. Cups, uh, not not in Madison Square Garden. And so, yeah. So, Messier's my guy. I'm, I'm looking I'm, – I'm actually – you can't see, but I'm looking over here. I'm actually – there's a, a Messier 8x10 uh, frame Is on anything my anything better watch. than a great moment? Is anything better than a great sports moment? No, and, and, and here we're talking about something, you know, Brandon from uh, – 17 18 years ago and i remember it like it's yesterday and you know when he when he kind of guaranteed that they were going to beat the devils in the next game when their backs were against the wall and i'm like you know as a a, a younger man i'm like what do you doing we you know don't don't it's already a pressure situation don't poke the bear. yeah but he, he, he you know he talked and talked and uh he backed it up and uh you know, we. You know, I'm hoping we get another one soon. As a Ranger fan, uh, they're sort of in in youth mode and rebuild mode, but they they got the number one pick uh, next year, and so um, it's it's I exciting. Asked Mark, I asked Mark what he was thinking when he made
2: that guarantee. Yeah. <laughs> and you know right. what He said he was obviously I wasn't thinking,
1: <laughs> but that you know those are those moments you know, and blessed. he now he now it's it's a, a famous moment. I mean. He could run for for mayor, New York, and 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 win. And uh.
2: he's a great guy. He's a quality person, you know, and a great player too. I'm really, you know, working on his website. You know, he's, I've been working with Mark since '94, so yeah. I've had a long-standing relationship, and he's just amazing. when I, you know, working with him, and we're working on a new project that we're going to launch. I'm going to come back on the show in a couple of weeks to launch a new project that he's doing around Game Sevens. Yeah, uh, and uh, I think collectors and hockey fans are going to love this project. You know, mark is an entrepreneur though. that's what i love about him he's into a lot of different things and i've always been able to have fun on some of them with him and, and then watch him from afar on some others so um but you'll get all the intel also on, on mark com, and him and i are, are going to be doing a pod i hope that will launch in a couple ah,
1: that uh, well uh, count me in count me in there because uh, uh, two guys i admire and respect uh, on the same show and I- uh need no, no need to say more i got i'm scatterbrained apparently this morning i got to correct something i meant. i i think i mentioned 2003 2004 that uh, the ranger cup was 93 94. i think i'm getting my favorite team championship I'm, i get my syracuse basketball and my new york rangers uh mixed up but uh You know, I just want to correct it. Anyone listening be like, you know, 2003, what are you talking about? I'm going to step aside for a quick break, but when we come back, more with Brandon Steiner. Pastime Marketplace offers a line of durable graded card cases made for collectors who want high-quality graded card storage that is virtually indestructible. Their cases are waterproof, dustproof, airtight and designed to protect your valuable collection check them all out at www.pasttimemarketplace.com protect your best with the best and remember to save 10% off your total order use the promo code scn10 that's capital s capital c capital n 10 for 10% off your total order at PastimeMarketplace.com. Sports Car Nation is back with Brandon Steiner who's your favorite ball behind
2: you there what's your,
1: what's your favorite ball uh, I'm curious
2: there's there's
1: there's about what do I got in there about 14 of uh, well, they all have a story I mean Mickey Mantle's probably the best one if if we're talking value wise there's a there's a Dion Sanders uh, one there that I, I I got when he was on rehab with with Columbus and the Yankee system and uh, I was 17, it was 1989 and I followed him uh, to the team hotel and he was the last one off the, the bus. And I said, Mr. Sanders, can you sign one? I, the ball is actually a foul ball uh, from the game. And he's like, follow me. And so I'm walking in the comfort in with him, just me and him. He, he gets on the elevator. He, he weighs me to come in the elevator And I'm like, am I gonna, can I do this? Am I going to get in trouble? He's like, and uh, he says to me, uh, "I'll sign your ball, well, but you got to answer one question uh, for me, uh, son." And I'm like, "Sure, what is it, Mr. Sanders?" And he's like, "And this was the time period when him and Bo Jackson were like doing a lot of, uh, you know, commercials and who was the best two-sport athlete? Oh, my sport, yeah." And he says, uh, "Who's better, me or Bo?" And I pause, and obviously I want I want an autograph from 17, and I'm like, "Oh." that's easy. It's you. It's you prime time. You've got the ball, signed. it. Well, here we are now we're on the third floor. The door opens up and he's like, all right, man, you gotta, you gotta go back down and get me in trouble, but, uh, we'll see you. Take it, take it easy. And so I went back down and, and so great story. And, uh, you know, and, and he's like but, the only one that I know that could talk about himself at third tense and not even think
2: about it twice. Yeah. You know, what yeah. do you think about Dion? Like you're, you are Dion. Like, he's a weird dude. <laughs>
1: He's weird, man. He's a weird dude. Yeah, he's a, and he just speaking. He just made. He's in the news again. He's the the new coach yeah. at uh, Jackson State. So, and you
2: know, your other favorite ball was like Dion's a weird dude, but you know something, like he was great. Yeah, The guy that was great and was great. Was me. Yeah. Well, he had no. He wasn't I, shy to tell you how great he was. <laughs> that, that's. I, a, I, I got to do some science with Mickey and I got to know Mickey and and people don't realize in the collectible business, how important Mickey was, because he had one of the first great autographs. It's a perfect autograph. Uh, He took a lot of love and care in his autograph. And he was one of the first inscription guys. He loved writing a great inscription, whether it was a curse word or his strip of crown or an MVP. He took a lot of pride in that and it definitely opened up the doors. For a whole bunch of different things i i love mckin he was he was a really a fan favorite but he also cared about when you gave him something that you wanted to look good you wanted to do right i just want people that are watching because i know it's a collectible show to know that he's definitely one of the core reasons how the business got rolling and got you know got going yeah he's definitely one of the you know big big name big big favorite him and Ted and Joe with the big three back in the 80s that I got to do signings with. I was like Ted Williams last distributor, so I got to meet Ted a few times and do a bunch of signings with him. Never really understood why his autograph didn't measure up to like a mantles. But, you know, and then same thing with William Mays, another weird autograph, hard to read, Yeah, not that nice, not that friendly, and really uh, never measured up, even though a lot of people would say he's one of the greatest players of all time.
1: Yeah, he's probably the last the greatest living one. He's still alive. God bless him. And, uh, you know, he's been called the, the greatest living uh, ball player that we still have. And hopefully that, that remains. Uh, so yeah, with Mickey, you know, the one thing, um, obviously he was done playing when, when I was uh, a kid growing up in Brooklyn, but his legend, as you know, is, is bigger than, than the man himself. But the, the one thing I found endearing when I, when I learned about him is, you know he had his he had his problems, but you know he, 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 he faced them. He was uh, not shy to uh, say, "Hey, I'm not a role model. Don't do what I did. Um, learn from what I did. Uh, I learned from what I did." You know, and uh, if anyone hasn't seen that Costas interview that he did, where he was really brutally honest to, uh, oh, sure. yeah, um, I don't care what anyone thought of him. You know, if he did, were a fan of, of of him before that to, to watch that and not see someone humble and and, and just kind of say, listen, uh, you know, I made a lot of mistakes, uh, and and you know, don't do don't do as I did, and uh, uh, and be appreciative of the fans and uh, and and what they meant to him and and the city itself, and uh, you know, uh, Hall of Famer, obviously, no uh, no doubt. And, uh, you know, I, I think he still, even though he's not with us no more, uh, he still can be, you know, he said he's not a role model, but I, I really think uh, he is. He might be a role model for what kind of he did after his career to, to help folks. Uh, uh, so even if even if some of the things he did during his playing days, uh, he doesn't want people to, to do, uh, I think how he, 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 you know, the last years of his life, uh, things he said and, and did uh make him a role model whether you know he might uh, disagree but uh you know uh, you know you got like you said you got to work with him just uh, uh, a tremendous player tremendous person and uh you know it's, it's it'd be nice if he was still around but you know and you mentioned you know dear i'm 47 uh you know you you mentioned like coming from uh humble beginnings do you appreciate kind of what, you know, what you've built and what you have uh, because of that fact. You know, you, you know, I find people say, you know, hey, uh, uh, growing up, we pinched pennies, we didn't have much, and then they made a, a life for themselves, and, and, you know, and they're like, man, I, I appreciate it more because I, I, it wasn't always like this, you know. I
2: mean, I, I, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, of course. I mean, you know, I don't necessarily,
2: you know, walk around, and I'm not one of those walk around and, you know. Can't believe where I come from, what I did every day. Can't believe what I, I, but I do appreciate everything. I'm very grateful. But I was grateful even when I was younger. I didn't yeah. have much, you yeah. know. It was more of a mindset. Um, I, you know, I wasn't wasn't you know. I was certainly didn't have a whole lot growing up, and and I've written about that in my books and everything. But you know, I was never that angry about it. I was more motivated about what I was going to do about it, and. I think you know listen you never lose that in you like i still walk around the house make sure the lights are turned off i'm still you know worrying about the electric bill you know i still you know, look at a price when i go to the damn restaurant because my mother was always like you do not order the most expensive thing you pre- i'll tell you the three things you could order you know i still look at the restaurants. So last time i was like ordering a restaurant so i was like i believe i'm still looking at the damn prices on the menu um, and kind of playing, out ordering something which is a little expensive. Like, like I need to worry about that. But you know, I think having, you know, I think having a lot of money or making a lot of money is really uh, uh, overrated. I think it's, you know, I think that sometimes people put a lot more credence in in the wrong areas of success. And uh, I try not to do that. I try not to put too much focus on the money. Or the money may I may have made because it really just steers you in the wrong direction. Because we're all the same. We're all, you know, there's a lot of people that you know make a nominal amount of money that are extremely, uh, they're doing extremely important stuff. And uh, so, so I've not, not really learned that up to this point. I've learned that in the virus. You know, the, the person stocking the groceries, uh, the person making my pizza. You know, those are all critical roles. Those are all people that you got to respect. So. Yeah, I'm grateful for the opportunity to work with all my legendary heroes growing up and being able to make money with them and do business with them. And that's, I mean, that's a thrill. You know, I never take it for granted. You know, when I'm with Mariano, which I've been working with him for over 25 years, like I still, and I tell him this, is that I'm so excited when I hang out with you because I know he's one of the greatest and uh, his mindset, what I've learned from him. And I, I'm still excited. You know, Mark Messier is another one of those relationships um, I'm still excited. You know, I just did an interview with Lawrence Taylor who I was with in the eighties before even I started signing you know, before I even got in the business. So I'm still excited. I mean, I realized that these guys are human beings, but I think for me, what I've recognized is that, you know, to be great at something, whatever it is, if you're the greatest teacher, lawyer, a uh, doctor, you know, if you're the greatest, it takes a certain mindset. It takes a certain discipline. It takes some luck. And it's always something to learn from those people. I mean, I like to think I'm one of the better collectible people in what I've done with the business and hobby. And I I like to hope that people that are in the hobby can learn from me. And I'm always up for teaching about, you know, different things that, how the hobby has formed and how the hobby can grow. I've always been interested in the, you know, the, the, the hobby, the people that are grinding, telling the stories, creating the products. Half my best ideas have come from the hobby. I've always respected the hobby. I've always shared whatever I'm doing with the hobby. That's really how collectible exchange comes about because I think the hobby needs a more uniform, collaborative platform that they can not have to worry about how they're going to sell their product because really their mastery is in creating the product and finding the product. That's what the hobby does. And they tell the story better than anyone. And that's what some of the bigger companies, even at Steiner when it got really big, it was a story that I try to remind myself but if some of the other bigger companies don't really understand that a hobby is extremely necessary. It is the fundamentally core platform to the, to what's going on because the best ideas are coming and they're the ones that are still telling the story. No matter what you put on a computer, they're out there in stores, trade shows, the national driving this business. So that's how I look at the business these days. It's exciting. Um you know, I'm grateful to be part of it. I, I love the collecting. I love the retelling of the stories. Um, and I love keeping those things alive. That's what I'm hoping to do with my new site. And, and that's what I've been doing. You know, the Dome, it's just a Dome. But up at Syracuse, the Dome is a big deal. Yeah, you know, It's not just a vinyl. It's all the stuff that happened underneath that roof. Yeah. You know, the concerts, the, the the perfect season. You know, there's Pearl Washington. There's Coach Behan, one of the great coaches. So that's like where my head's at is like keeping you know helping schools and helping uh, platforms uh make money so they keep their education keep their thing going and then make sure they get fans closer to the game how do i make the experience better for the fan and i'm just bringing forward some of the great collectors around the country to, to showcase and show off their stuff i always thought i was a great collectible guy who really came up with great ideas but i mean i'm just it's nowhere near what's out there all over the country what i'm seeing now coming to me and being shown to me now that i'm really not focused on what i'm doing but i'm focused on what everyone else is doing it's been a blessing and it's been a great learning lesson for me uh to to go out to the market and go back to my roots of you know guys that are in des moines guys that are in syracuse you know all the people that are
1: you know grinding out the hobby so it's been fun Yeah, I know you've sort of downplayed your role, but I'll speak for you. I think you're you're a bigger part uh, of that than you gave yourself credit for uh, there, Mr. Steiner. I mean, you know, I spoke earlier uh, about, you know, 2020 with everything going on in the world, how cards and the collectibles market is is having probably uh, arguably one of its best years in in the history of it. You know, uh, I mean, what are your thoughts on it? Are you surprised by it? Are you... I am, but you might not be, you know, what are your, kind of your take on that? I think it comes from, you know, a lot of smart people
2: that have been saving and collecting. You have younger people that are into it. You have older people that are sitting with a ton of stuff. So it's a little bit of the changing of the guard there. There's stuff getting passed down, but I'm, I'm excited about it. I mean, it's definitely bigger than what I thought. You know, I, I thought there'd be an uptick, but not like this. Yeah. I mean, think that they, my phone would be ringing and, and, and business would be taken off. I mean, I was nervous about starting my new business um, and wondering if people were going to rally behind collectible exchange. But um, I'm very grateful that um, I made a good impression on a lot of people, that they wanted to get back into business with me. And um, There's a lot of baby boomers sitting with a lot of stuff that needs to get transferred down and, and get passed around. That, that these a lot of baby boomers that just don't know what to do. So I think the collectible business will, will continue to grow the next two or three years. If you want my honest opinion. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to being a part of it, man. I'm I'm, I'm having fun again. I feel like I'm 19 again. Yeah. I'm you know, free. You know, I'm free. Uh, you know, I built that. You know, it's, it's nice to have a big company and everything, but it's a grind. You know, when you get into a lot of things, and not to get into it now, but it, it's just it's the freedom. You know, I'm with a nice group of really talented people in my new company that we're all in it to win it, uh, which is for the fans and for our customers, as opposed to just trying to figure out, you know, how to go make a number. So uh, I'm blessed. Okay. Um, I'm excited about my Syracuse project because it keeps going, and I'm going to be doing something really, really cool with the dome. We're going to create these baseball cards made out of the dome, and am going to do a limited edition of that. Um I love what we're doing with UFC. I'm excited about that. And you'll see more websites launched on collectible exchange with more players. So I appreciate you having me on. we got to do this more regularly because I, I, I love communicating with yeah actors. I, I love getting feedback. And if you're, you're out there and you got ideas, things that you think that we're missing or things that you think we should be doing, I love hearing from you. I mean, I get emails and I get uh, you know messages on my Facebook. I love
1: it. Well, consider this an open invitation. Anytime you got something new you want to talk about, plug, or or just conversate in general, uh, the door is open uh, for you, Thank Mrs. Steiner. And I, I know you got to run, but I I always give our guests give out those websites where they can see what you're doing. Uh, get a, a, you know some of this great uh, merchandise and, and memorabilia that uh, we talked about on the show. Thank you. I'm on the
2: collectible exchange, cxstuff.com. If you're a WNBA fan, we're doing a big auction for WNBA. Follow me on LinkedIn or Facebook. Love to hear from you. Give me your comments. Come at me. I want to hear what you're doing? Tell me what you're up to. Have a great day. Stay safe
1: and stay in touch. You too, Mr. Steiner. Thank you. Continued Thank you. success. Thank you. Take care, my friend. Be well. All right. You too.
2: the Chunky that left these Chunkies?
1: Newman! Open the door, Newman! I know you're in there! Hello, Cherry. Alright, it's time for Newman's Rambling, where I select one question I get each week and answer it on the air.
2: John, you seem like an astute
0: man.
1: Thank you, Mr. Walken.
0: Maybe you can help explain something to me.
1: Well, I'll give it my best shot. All right, this week's question comes by way of Twitter from Dak Mac fan, David Keppel. And he asked me about a specific 2021 basketball release. But he basically asked, and I'll kind of broaden the question, but he asked, you know, uh, with next year's rookie class not expected to be as strong as this year's, uh, is it worth pre-ordering product uh, either to open or more likely uh, to flip. Maybe it's, you know, just kind of a down year and compared to this one, uh, you know, whether or not to, to do it. And, you know, as I've said on the show many times, first off, you know, just because someone says to do something, uh, you know, doesn't mean you have to do it. That's that's on you. Uh, but it's a question. I'll give my opinion. That's all it is. I'm not telling you Yes, no, or, or, or maybe. Um, you know, I, I sort of like the next year's class. Uh, you know, it, it's hard to compare. You never know uh, what these classes might turn out uh, to be. you got got Wiseman, uh, who I really like, who's rumored to be uh, the number one pick. The French kid, Killian Hayes, who's supposed to be good. Uh, Anthony Edwards out of Georgia. Uh, Is supposed to be good. Patrick Williams from Florida State, I like. Uh, the other guy that's rumored at number one, I didn't say him right away because his last name makes me nervous. Uh, LaMelo Ball, who's tearing it up but in Australia, but you get that whole package deal. Dad comes with him uh, and that whole thing. And I think we saw Lonzo Ball regress after that Lakers trade. And so that last name... I'm not trying to, you know, say Lamelo Ball's not going to make it or be terrible, but you, you know, whoever drafts him, whether it's number one overall, you're getting that whole package, and, and that would make me nervous. I mean, I, I like Wiseman out of Memphis, seven-one uh, center played didn't hardly play there, so he's not a lot of wear and tear. Probably projects as a little bit of an early project but he's got a a, a good skill set. And, you know, there's guys that come out of nowhere or that aren't picked in the lottery that uh, wind up being uh, very good players. A lot of times, a lot of lottery guys uh, don't succeed. uh, Probably more don't than do. And so, you know, you look at someone like Darius Baisley, who I really like, and, uh, you know, uh, guys like that that aren't always uh, in the lottery. But going back to the question about... You know, pre-ordering next year's basketball product. Uh, you know, it's always a, a chance that uh, you, you, you might lose. But the way we've seen wax going uh, lately, you almost can't lose. But again, that's in a distance. And so things may change. The climate may change. Where we are in the pandemic or not in the pandemic uh, may change. But, you know, just looking at it. Strictly from a rookie class, is it Ja Morant and Zion Williamson? No, let's be real. But uh, you know, th- those are just two guys in a in a really good class. There's a lot of other guys in this class, as we all know, that are very good too. And so, it may not be. You know, on the surface, it's probably not next year's class is not this year's class, at least on paper. Um, but if you get, you know, it's, I guess that, then that the other part to that question is, what kind of deal are you getting? on that wax. And so, you know, there's always a a right price to buy in at. And so if that price is right, regardless of rookie class, you can, um, you know, you can always sell it, open it, if that's what you want to do. You know, do what you think. Uh, I think gut instinct, usually I've learned gut instinct is, that first gut instinct you get is usually uh, the right one uh, or at least the one you should really... Uh, look at uh, very closely and and hard to what you want to do, but uh, I think basketball is an obviously we all know this. It's an international sport, and uh, while the class and and may not be the same as this year's, the, the product itself will still uh, be in pretty high demand. So I, I don't think, you, as long as you buy it right, I don't think you're going to lose, and that. And so that's the that's the key. You get a you get a decent deal pre ordering. I say go for it. But again, uh, that's your call. Let me tell you about Iron Sports Cards and Collectibles. They're your number one source for all your PSA and now SGC submissions. They offer various service levels at the lowest prices around. They even provide the card savers your cards need to be submitted at no extra charge. Their elite status helps improve turnaround times. And their chat rooms keep you abreast of your subs and the status of your cards. What are you waiting for? Contact Rob on Facebook on Iron Sports Card Group. That's Iron Sports Card Group on Facebook. Or get a hold of Rob on Twitter at Iron Sports Cards. All one word. At Iron Sports Cards. They'll take care of you. We love our listeners. Without you, there is no us. We care about your opinions and feedback and invite you to reach out to us on any of our social media accounts. On Instagram at SportsCardNationPodcast, Twitter at SportsCardNATI1, or email the show at SportsCardNationPC at gmail.com. We don't ask for much, but if you really like the show, give us a shout-out, tell your friends, or give us a follow on our social medias. If you enjoy the show, please give us a positive review on iTunes or any of the platforms you are listening on. Thank you. All right, that's going to bring another edition of the Sports Coordination Podcast to a close, as always, and meaningfully, thank you. Thank you, the listener out there, wherever you're listening to, us whatever you're doing while you're listening to us uh it's tremendous means a lot to us it allows us to put this program on it allows us to get the guests we have uh which is uh guys like uh, mr brandon steiner you know i said on uh i believe an hqh you know sometimes guests will request download history before they decide to come on a show and uh it's thanks to you that we've, you know, without mentioning names, a few guests that we've had, uh, they need to know that, and uh, you make it happen. So uh, it's, uh, I can't say thank you enough. Thank you, Mr. Brandon Steiner, for coming on and sharing uh, some of his insight of what's going on in the current uh, sports memorabilia times and uh, talking a little bit about what he does and his company, uh, Collectible Exchange. He's going to give you, don't forget, uh, if you haven't done it already, a chance to get uh part of the carrier dome, the old carrier dome roof uh, dome actually. And uh, I don't know how many truthfully, I don't know how many he's planning to give away, but definitely go uh, do what he says to win, uh, to win those. I had no idea that was not discussed beforehand. So had no idea he was going to do that. Very nice of him uh, to do so. And, uh, Go get yourself a, a piece of the carry dome. A lot of, a lot of history happened under that dome that uh, you may win. So, uh, again, uh, be safe, stay safe, stay well uh, during current times. We're, we're, I think, we're moving in the right direction. Uh, things will, will slowly come back, and uh, you know, take care. And uh, we'll see you. We'll see you in just a week.